Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the Credit Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast, where we're going to be talking about day one of the first test between England and South Africa, or at least session one of the first test of day one between England and South Africa. The rain the rain came down hard and ruined everyone's fun. I'm Jack Cope. I'm joined by Ross Legg. Um, Ross, it hasn't rained in London for 100 days. How predictable was it that it would rain today? Yes, the MNC egg and bacon rain dance. Everyone knows, but if you organise a test match in England, then you're going to be fighting with the uh, with Mother Nature herself. So, yeah, I'm not surprised to see uh, the rain come down. Uh, yeah, I'm not, neither am I. It is kind of funny um, in a sense. Um, before we get on with the show, obviously we'll be talking about South Africa being really good, England you know, coming back to earth slightly. A uh, few quick messages. So you're looking around the screen if you're watching it on YouTube. Uh, we're, we're live for the first time in a while as well. So say hi in the chat if you if you, if you you want to. Um, we've got a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod. From £4 a month, you can help support the show. That gives you bonus content and it makes us happy. That's good, isn't it? That is good. Um, at the bottom of the screen or just, you know, listening, using your ears now. Um, this show is presented by Manscaped. Uh, get 20% off at manscaped.com using the code CRICKETPOD. Uh, I haven't got Max to talk about testicles today, Ross, so you're up. Um, talk to me about your testicles, please. Or Does someone else's testicles. Also, I always thought that um, the ball tampering scandal got put all into all kinds of different... Uh, different levels of complexity. Um, there was tears uh, with Stephen Smith uh, kind of crying. Um, you had the whole of Australia kind of against it. And this was all because of ball tampering. With, with Manscaped, you don't need to be worried about that, do you? It's, it's a clean shave. Exactly, yeah. Um, or not. I mean, you actually, you've got different settings. You could go for... for a skin fade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. You could go for the, the high, high fade. Um, that's really up to you to decide, isn't it? 
Like it's not. You're not gonna. Three, you could cut three cricket wickets into it. You could oh, do whatever you want. <laughs> Exactly. Um, one, one nice stump, perhaps. But... We're not going to tell you what to do with the Lawnmower 4.0, the best in below-the-belt grooming. But we are going to tell you that you should use the code CRICKETPOD for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Don't be a Cameron. Did you yeah. hear this, Ross, yeah, on the show? Yeah, use someone else's code. What a Cameron. Yeah. Don't be a Cameron. Be um, be you. Use the what code CRICKETPOD. <laughs> Right, Ross, um, can you, in 30 seconds, tell us the state of the play in the cricket? Uh, uh, yeah, of course I can. So uh, we have um, England lost the toss, so South Africa won it. They stuck England into bat, um, which goes against basball philosophy. They typically thought they'd win every toss and be able to bat second mm-hmm. um, and bat fourth. <laughs> um, what's happened here is that they came out in very well, favourable conditions this morning on a green one at Lords. Um, you'd think Lords would want to extend the games like Noval do for five days, but nope, they want games over within three days. Um, Rabada was steaming in, Gidi seeming it everywhere, Janssen offering the point of difference and Norkia coming in bowling 90 mile an hour rockets. Um, and it was all a bit too much for most of the batsmen. Um, these and Crawley, unfortunately, gave it away <laughs> yet again to some good discipline bowling from Rabada. Um, Wally Pope, the only point of of praise, I suppose, in this in this back lineup at three, still not out in 61. And then you had the likes of uh, Bearstow, Stokes and Folks, all removed by Nokia. Um, Bearstow in particular, um, being all, it all ends up and then pretty much scurrying back to his car and leaving the ground, it kind of felt like. Um, and Root was on the, the, a bit of a harsh LBW, I thought. I, it, on, on field, it didn't look out and it was just clipping the wickets. Um, but them's the rules. Uh, yeah, they are the rules. Um, so England in a spot of bother at 116 for six at the end of the day. The thing that struck me, Ross, was how well all of the South African bowlers bowled and, and how well, again, they they fit together as a unit. So we had uh, opening up Rabada and Ngidi. And Ngidi was, you know, I think he's the only one who didn't pick up a wicket, but he was jagging the ball all over the place. Um, they had, they went up, they went upstairs for a review on Pope where it was doing a bit too much. Then the next ball he bowled uh, went over the top of our stump with, with Pope leaving a good leave, but like the, the ball came back a long, long way. And then at the other end for Barda, um, you know, it was a textbook Lord's bowling performance, basically from, from Rabada slightly fuller than maybe a good length at, at other grounds using the slope. Uh, he, he got Alex Lee's, Lee's a bit of a loose shot, you'd say probably. But um, also sort of somewhat predictable. I mean, if you were Rabada, it was good good bowling too. Like the what Alex Lees is trying to do by aiming a huge booming drive at a ball slightly back of a length is, is knock you off that length. And that's what England did really, really well against New Zealand They just uh, and, and India. They just battered bowlers off a length. And so the, then the bowlers were bowling sort of all sorts of crazy things and, um, and, 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 uh, and effectively going away from their plan. Rabada was like, no, I'm good enough. I'm going to get you. And, uh, and, and he did. Uh, then we saw the bowling change. Marco Janssen got more swing than everyone else. Uh, left arm angle as well. So that was a really interesting point of difference. And, and, and Nokia, who was expensive, and, and England actually found some early joy against, I think he went for 15 off his first couple of overs. Um, it looked like he was going to be the, uh, the, the Matt Henry figure or the, the Siraj figure. Uh, of this test at one point uh he drags it back he bowls very fast he bowls very full he bowls very straight uh, and he had a bit too much 
uh, I think, for, for, for Bearstow on that occasion. And he had probably had a bit too much for Folks a bit later on. And he definitely had too much for Stokes, who was playing, like, you know, effectively, um, well, he was playing down the long, long wrong line. But mm. um, that was because of the movement that Nokia got. So I, I, I think that's one of the most impressive bowling performances I've seen from a pack of bowlers um, as, as a whole. It wasn't just... Um, it wasn't just like one guy bowling well. We've seen some good solo, virtuoso performances. Uh, yeah. As a as a collective, they did really well, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And we talked about it on the on the preview show, right? Of saying that this bowling lineup is is no joke. They're top of the world test championship for a reason. Um, Rabada was touch and go on whether he was going to be included. And you saw how important he is here. Um, but again, they've got those points of difference. And it's kind of what England kind of wanted, right? Out of, mm-hmm. When they were having that um, kind of Jimmy Anderson in the kind of Rabada role, you had kind of Joffre Archer or Mark Wood in that Nokia role. You had Sam Curran try to be the left armour bringing in something that Jansen obviously offers a little bit faster and more bounce. But that kind of makeup and that variety is what England were looking for. Um, and yeah, we've got loads of injuries at the moment, but. South Africa have nailed this and what a perfect start. Uh, no, not to take away from it, they made the most of the conditions. How many times have we seen England in bowling conditions like this kind of rip through line lineups? Line they did it against New Zealand, um, which we mentioned again on the preview show. Um, and here they've capitalised and fair play to them. Yeah, they were they were really good. Um, I think you wanted to talk about the toss and the and the impact that had on the game. I thought it was pretty predictable that if, if South Africa won, that they would stick. England in what you tend to see at Lords is that it's a bit trickier on day one um it flattens out later on day two days three and four can can be quite good for batting um so it's it's a it's I think it's a bit of a no-brainer to to bowl first um then then you've got the whole basball dynamic what, what did you make of that um, I think it's quite, quite fun. I think you did um, a bit of Photoshop onto a, a grave, did you, <laughs> on, uh, on a gravestone on Twitter, um, saying Basball died today. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I don't really buy into that rhetoric. I'm, I'm very much like, um, you've just had a really good bowling lineup come up against, let's be fair, Zach Crawley, um, Alex Lee still finding his feet at this team. Like, they are, it was just good bowling. You, you can, you're going to come up against really good bowling lineups um, and you're not going to be able to twat it everywhere all the time. And that's okay. Um, it's all right for England to be behind um, the eight ball here. Um, but if they can kind of have their tail wag a little bit, it's relatively long tail, and get it up to two hundred, then who knows with this team? Uh, yeah, I think I think two hundred keeps them in the game. And um, the man that might get them there is Ollie Pope, sixty-two, not out. He's batted very, very well, hasn't he? Yeah, and he looks far less jittery. Every single report I've read, and every if you're watching the highlight, he looks far less jittery. I think. Early on, he left a couple outside off stump that hit his bat. So there's still a little bit of indecision there and not quite getting his technique right. Um, but again, he's looking more assured, more confident. And you have to be that at number three. Um, and now he's going to have to bat with and, and marshal the tail. Um, he's not going to have loads and loads of uh, experience for England doing that, right? Because uh, normally they just all get out. So we'll see if uh, Stuart Broad um, could actually hang around for a little bit. Um, but... Um, I think they're just going to have to come out and have a bit of a swing. I think that's that's going to be their, their piece, right? They're going to have to do something where there's no point trying to bat properly, is what I'm trying to say. They should come out, have a bit of a go. Um, and if Jack Leach can then hang around after Stuart Broad's hit a quick 30 and Matty Potts has potentially done the same, Ollie Pope might well be on to 100 and we're up to that kind of 190, 200 mark that we can then hopefully defend. I think it would be a bit of a miracle, to be honest, if England did make it up. Another eighty-four runs is going to be pretty difficult. They uh, they have they have deployed the Nighthawk though 
Um, so on paper, Matty Potts is probably a better option to come in uh, over Broad. And, and maybe actually were so-so too for, for, for Jack Leach, who can, as you said, at least hold up an end. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to overanalyze the tactical intricacies of which of England's number 11 they sent in at number eight. But uh, it, it was quite interesting. Nokia bowling, you know, heat. Uh, they send in Stuart Broad. I didn't think it was the obvious choice, let's say. No, but this, and I think this is, comes down to what Broad's batting's like, right? Everyone tries to bowl at his head or everyone tries to pitch it up to him. And actually, Stuart Broad can throw the bat at it and it kind of plays into it. He's hit a century at Lords, let's not forget, against Pakistan. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's probably a risk worth taking. Like England are not going to be able to bat out against these bowlers. They are too good for these number 11s. Um, they need to have a bit of a swing and hopefully you know, get England up to something they might be able to make a game of. Anything less than 180, and yeah, it's going to be very, very difficult for them. The only thing that does benefit from it is the horrible weather that we've got, and it's planned to be relatively horrible for the next few days as well. So um, we'll see what happens. Um, South Africa, from a selection point of view, they went with Maharaj instead of Simon Harmer. Um mm-hmm. Interesting call. Here's the question, though: Will Maharaj bowl an over in this Test match? <laughs> uh, at this point, it's not looking likely, is it? Um, and I, I kind of said this in in the preview show around England's selection. I didn't think that Jack Leach was potentially the right selecting selection for England's lineup. I think this Lord's pitch has been a bit of a graveyard for bowlers. I think Simon Harmer's bowling average at Lords is over 40, um, which is ridiculous because Simon Harmer is amazing. Um, Maharaj obviously offers the left-hand uh, approach um, and that has made difficult for England, Akshar Patel, Jadeja, etc. Um, Lemon Land from Sri Lanka. Mm. So, yeah, it's not a surprising selection level. OK, we've got some questions in and some of these will be on, on themes that I imagine that... Um people will be expecting us to pick up on the uh, cricket slouch uh what does the future hold for crawley he had a couple of good innings in the last 12 months but i don't see signs of improvement required for an opener and he continues to edge the slips uh, right for what it's worth here i i think viewed in a vacuum zach crawley being nicked off by rabada at lords on the first morning where the team end up 116 for six after 30 overs is not necessarily a problem there's going to be a lot lot of good players and there were a lot of you know there were some better players than Zach Crawley who got out for you know in, in similar ways um in in this match um it's the it's the bigger piece isn't it I, on Sky they were openly openly basically saying it's embarrassing for him to stay in the team uh is this the point at which we drop him uh, I think he's going to get the test series <laughs> do I believe that do I believe that? There is rumours that they might try to shoehorn Harry Brook into the opening berth. That is something at the moment where... <laughs> that is dear. And it'd be a very England thing to do, wouldn't it? It'd be a very England thing to do. Well, we've got a great middle order. Harry Brook's demonstrated he can bat really well in the middle order for his county. Um, and then go youth open as well. Let's, let's, let's try and add you to the fucking burning car pile of shits that we've got on top of the order. But, do you know what I think? I think they'll, they'll play Jet Jennings. Jet Jennings, that would be a, yeah. a, a brilliant return. That would be an unbelievable return. I think they don't they don't really know who they want as as an opener. They they kind of think probably don't they that that, that Lease is is one of them at this point. Um, they, I think they'll they'll give Lease a few more matches at least. I think I I, I yeah even if he was a bit iffy, I think yeah. they're like they liked what he did when he stood up to Virat Kohli, and yeah. um, 
you know, told him he had had more kids than than Coley had centuries in the last two years. Um, I think Crawley, my time might be up, but I don't think England have got a next best option in mind right now. So I think they might, I think there's a possibility they go back to Jennings um, with a view that, or, you know, with a plan that he gets them through uh, a couple of series or something like that. And, and also sort of knowing that if he fails, it's not the end of the world. They can just bin him off again and, and move on to somebody else. And it's not, it's not probably move back to Zach Crawley. Like <laughs> quite possibly. Quite possibly. Um, I, I think uh, it was interesting broad, we talked about Broad v Robinson, didn't we, before the test? Um, Stokes said that the the eleven players, you know, it was their shirts to lose. Basically, I, what I kind of read from that, to be honest, it wasn't so it wasn't so much individual performance that England were looking at, or Stokes was looking at, or uh, McCullum was looking at. It was more, you know, that they were going to stick with this eleven until they lost a match. That's what I thought. Um, would, would or that's what I think will happen. I think they're probably. N- Let's say they're not favourites to win this one, are they? At this point in time, like I don't want to completely write off Basball. They've been they've been in some sticky situations in the last four tests, but I um I it's gonna it's a long way back. Um, yeah, if they I do lose, think... if they do lose, I think I think he, he's gone. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, I still think draw is the most likely possibility at the moment. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where you're getting your weather report from, but my my weather report. Um, this is a real cricket conversation. It says very little chance of rain tomorrow, very little chance of rain on Friday, very little chance of rain on Saturday, and a little bit of a chance of rain on, on Sunday. Um, with one team six wickets down, only 100 runs on the board. South Africa only have to get 300. Yeah. I'm, you know, and they've, I'm, they, I'm they not, could I'm win not by totally, I'm not totally convinced by South Africa's batting either. I'm perfectly honest. Um, I think England have the bowling unit to cause them trouble. And I think this could be one of those real low scoring duff affairs and a bit of a bit of a do-ha. So, um, yeah, uh, so. yeah, I'm interested to see it. I think South Africa will take the opposite approach, won't they? They'll just try and grind England down. I think, I think they might have some joy when it flattens out a little bit. Um, we have... So we've we've done we've done thoughts on Maharaj over Harma from Samir. We've got one from Sean Ferrari, and this is a uh, this is I don't know the answer to this, Ross. This is a very difficult question. Can you confirm if play starts at ten thirty a.m. tomorrow? Aussie from Aussie who will be at Lords for the first time. Um, we don't want to get this wrong. There's a lot of pressure on this. Uh, Here's what I, I would say. I don't know, but I would turn up at ten, drink in some atmosphere. You know, mm. get pop your champagne cork. Uh, yeah. We'll have a coffee. Enjoy, who's, you know, you're going to lots the first who's time. turning up to the test match like one minute before the game starts? I, I don't understand. You've got to get there, you've got to eat breakfast, you've got to take it in, go sit on the nursery ground, you know, just go and enjoy yourself. Try yeah, to go and sit on the wet field. Bacon, uh, thing. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fine. Get yourself a champagne, yeah. get yourself a, a Bellini to start the day. My, my understanding is that it's 11 o'clock. They did, they did start at 10.30, didn't they, for the India series, but I think that was because of the Indian TV market. Um, I don't think it was for any other reasons 11 o'clock is a traditional start time because people need to be able to get their off-peak train to the ground and and if we don't start at 11 o'clock then some people might miss 20 minutes of cricket so uh, there's that Ross we're on to Discord um, if you're a Discord member you you ask us you know, not Discord member if you're a Patreon member you have access to a Discord where we chat about cricket all day uh, and then we answer your questions on the show in the evening and these are some of these are slightly off topic, Ross. I don't know if you saw the new ICC schedule today for the next round of, of tours. We had a few questions about this. Um, and 
and well effectively what we sort of thought of it did you did you see this you may not have no no i'm, I'm not anything i've have seen is that west indies are pretty much being relegated to kind of a almost an associate level nation in terms of the amount of test matches they're actually getting allowed to play um so yeah again it's you're starting to see the the power of the big three who typically just going to play against themselves really um and the majority of test matches is what i've taken away from it yeah i think it i don't think it was great i think it's six tests a year for west indies over the next five years it averages out at um it's not great for pakistan either um i think they had 27 tests to the 46 tests that australia were playing which is you know a, a pretty a pretty big drop off um not not at all fantastic um last yeah. couple of questions ross um you would conclude today this is from vj uh that it was just or would you conclude that it was an unlucky day for england or is it one of those that is it a day where basball unravel i think that's that, that's a good question to a sort of end on um and it's the last one yeah i think i kind of touched upon it before i think um Lord's first warning, you typically, talk, you typically find it's easier to bowl first. Um, the weather conditions benefit the bowling team as well. And what a bowling unit is, right? They've got seam, they've got swing, they've got pace, they've got bounce. Um, <laughs> it's difficult for any back lineup to uh, come up against. Um, but we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow morning when England are inevitably all out for what, 150, maybe 140. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, see if England can repay the favour and and reduce it to what maybe a lead of fifty for um, South Africa keeps them in the game. But yeah, I, I look. I, I'm not a lot of ifs and a lot of us. I, I think this South Africa. I think from what what I've seen that this is the best team, the the best bowling unit that England have come up against probably for two years. Um, and new new idea or not? And and I include India last last summer in this. I think there were some good bowlers for India. I think Boomer would improve the South Africa team, but I think. These they're like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. They were so so good, and they got everything right. The right, you know, how many teams would have bowled just back of a length and had the ball nipping all over the place and kept missing the outside edge? They didn't do that. They weren't full. They got brute. You know, they the Rabada just nailing the sort of Glen McGrath area um, to get to get Crawley, uh, and then and then Norkia you know, bowling thunderbolts to, <laughs> to 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 get get the other three. Uh, I, I just, I just thought they were, they were so good and and worked so well as a as a as a as a four. I I, th- I don't think England have got that. I don't think Broad, you know, of England's bowlers, who gets in the South Africa team? Maybe, maybe Anderson. Um, probably Anderson in England. Hey, but it's, this is end end of play thing. As I said, we've got to wait till both teams are battered on it. Mm, I don't know if we do. I think I think we saw I think we saw a really really good the best bowling attack. Certainly the basball era England have come up against. Um, dish out a little bit of a lesson, or, or put England in their place slightly uh, when it when it comes to what's possible. Anyway, Ross, we're going to wrap up now. Um, yeah. Good talking with you. We'll be back tomorrow after play. Hopefully, we'll have a little bit more cricket. Ninety-eight over scheduled, and we will see where this test goes. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.